This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Mary L. McCarthy has experienced the life-changing health benefits of journaling firsthand. When multiple sclerosis, MS, caused her to lose function and feeling in the right side of her body several years ago, she had to face the enormous challenge of teaching herself to write with her left hand. Mary began stream of consciousness journaling every day and learned far more than just how to be ambidextrous. She learned that journal writing is physical, psychological, emotional, and spiritual therapy, and the key to health and happiness. Mary is now journaling each day to restore her right side, as well as the rest of her body, to perfect health. The right side of her body is about 65% functional, and her right-handed writing is legible. Journaling helped her change her diet and her sleep habits, and she feels better than she ever has. She hadn't used prescription drugs in 11 years or over-the-counter drugs in five years. Mary knows and loves herself unconditionally, and her relationship with herself is positive, healthy, and compassionate. Mary will help support and guide you on your personal wellness journey and help you become strong, energetic, and full of life. Journaling empowers you to take ownership of your health every day, checking in on your body, mind, and spirit and paying attention to what they tell you. Now is your chance to begin a habit that will last a lifetime. Valeria Tellez interviews Mary L. McCarthy, the author of Take Control of Your Health in 24 Days, a journaling for the health of it. Mary L. McCarthy, founder and chief inner work tour guide. She teaches curious health-conscious people how to use journaling for the health of it to heal the emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual issues in their tissues. She also shows them how to use this powerful tool to embody and express their true self. Mary is the multi-award-winning author of Journaling Power, How to Create the Happy, Healthy Life You Want to Live and Heal Yourself with Journaling Power. She's also created 20-plus Journaling for the Health of It Inner Journey Workbooks that include Who Am I? and Declutter Your Life in 28 Days, Meet Mary at createrightnow.com. Here's the interview with Mary L. McCarthy. In your own words, who is Mary L. McCarthy? Mary L. McCarthy is a perennial, forever beach bum enjoying, uh, I love enjoying, that. <laughs> enjoying her uh, ocean view with the, the, the uh, coming spring. Just a very, a very happy uh, person uh, contented to be a, a beach bum. 
I'm uh, enjoying that Mother Nature, our our world, and running a, a very successful business uh, business over the internet. That's who I am. I'm I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm at the fun part of my life. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And I love the beach bum. That's my yes, favorite. I am. Ah, yeah. That's really great. My second official question is about terms like health, wellness, and well-being. Are they all the same to you? Uh, yes, because health to me is is a holistic term. It you know, health means mind, body, soul, spirit. The whole shooting match and the, whatever whatever makes up our human being is is what you know health and wellness is. So that question came to me. I don't know because I see those words and I kind of love words, especially those. And sometimes I don't know the difference because we use so many of them. And another question that I have probably asked you before is the idea of. Health, wellness, well-being, in a sense of signs, in the sense of destinations or, yeah, what would you say are the signs of that we are living this healthy, well, and beautiful life that we are here to live? Well, one of the ways is, is that we sleep well, we eat well, uh, you know, those, those basic type things. But then another thing is that we... we um, don't get involved in things that we can't control. We we don't get sucked into things. We we don't get it manipulated. We I guess we the better way of saying it is that we own our talents, our power. We know who we are. We have our boundaries, our borders, and we're just really grounded in our own true self. I think that's the key thing. Oh, my God. I love that. And we did have conversations about the true self and what that is. But for those who have not listened to those conversations yet, how do you describe the true self, Mary? It is reconnecting to the beautiful, intelligent, talented being that we were when we were born and we came into this world, this this life. And we then got into conditioning and programming and all that. And when we examine and process those negatives, those bad memories, and and we really work through and and heal those things, it's like we put those things on the up on the shelf, and we have we have exposed a true beauty. And uh, and being and that that's who and and we find out who we are and we can live the life from the in our inside out the life that we want to live as opposed to the life that they tell us we should live. Right. Do you call it freedom? 
Absolutely. Freedom. Yes, absolutely. I can hear that. I can sense that in the way you talk. It feels like freedom. Your latest book is titled Take Control of Your Health in 24 Days, a journaling for the health of it. <laughs> That's a fun way of saying too, playing with words. So I would love to know the main inspiration and intention of writing your book. And also, how did you become a writer, Mary? Well, it, it was funny. My whole experience of journaling has just really opened up my, it has brought me back to my true self. And I always uh, wanted to be a writer. And that's why I, you know, when I was a, a little girl, I, I changed the spelling of my name to M-A-R-I because there was already a, a famous author by the name of Mary McCarthy. So, ah, uh, oh, so I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, so it's just um, so, so that I am so I did I lost a, had a brain fog, and that was basically based on my own ex- experience. I, th- I think uh, the way we have experienced uh, the uh, our health is that our medical profession is not supporting us. It's it's uh, I guess my experience comes from the fact that. All these, the, my experiences with the medical profession in dealing with my MS was not uh, helpful at all. It was, and I, I guess, again, it gets back to the journaling. With the journaling, I got back into myself and reclaimed my power. And I thought, well, wait a minute. This is my body. You know, I, I need to be figuring out what's going on and then search out and find a healthcare partner who will work with me on my health as opposed to, you know, just go into uh, uh, the left brain things of running tests and doing this and and just looking at things from a very small point of view. So I I said, and and that is my uh, desire is to share my experiences with everyone else so that they they see that they need to be responsible for themselves we you know we are so much into our heads we've lost we've been become disconnected from our body we need to get back into our body and live you know from the uh the inside of our body and our soul uh, as opposed to just a teeny tiny portion of our mind so it goes back to addressing or coming from parts and not seeing the whole, right, Mary? Oh, definitely, yes. It's Yeah, it's like, oh, we got to, and, and you're right. And also, too, we've just so much been uh, um, addressing the biological, the physical part. We haven't taken a look at the, the spiritual, the emotional, the mental part of things. So you need to, uh, the social part of of the human beings, it's just we need to take a look at at everything. And as you, as you said, we are complex, and we are a process. We're not just structure made up of little things. And that it's, it's like we're there. It's way more than just organs and muscles and that. I mean, it's, it's more than just the physical aspect. And I wonder why it's taking so long for us to realize that as humanity. You know, the leaders of countries and scientists, 
I know some of them, they go really far and they find like Albert Einstein and some of the scientists I interview, they are able to see the connectivity, the system. But I wonder why us as societies, we are not able to get there. Do you wonder what the obstacles are, Mary? Um, I, I think it's, it's basically the systems that, that we have in place, you know, the establishment, if you will, the programming, the con- conditioning. If you take a look at our even our, our childhood, you know, all of us have emotional trauma from from childhood. Even with the you know, the best parents, this whole thing of of emotion is has never been addressed. It's just like do 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 do. You know, do your homework, do this, do, and we just we never take have the opportunity to get into oh, the emotions and, and and that part of of that and i think too that and there's you know this whole thing around stress and trauma and things like that and that's what they that i call the the issues in our tissues you know that, that it's it's and it's not going to show up on a an mri or a CAT scan or an XYZ or, or whatever, and, and, and that we see so many things that are, are coming up with, you know, uh, situate health challenges like mine, uh, MS, like that are, there's this whole aspect of the autoimmune system, you know, when you take a look at Epstein-Barr and viruses, and the, it's way out of the, the, you know, the experience or the, the reality of the medical profession they're used to okay, if you've got a broken leg, here's this here's what you do to to heal the broken leg. But as far as, you know, things that are going on in at the cellular level that they, they, you know, we are not addressing. And that's what's going on is that there's just so like you say with your other people that you've interviewed, there's just so much going on that's challenging and and you know, I said we, we we have so many systems in our our body that's have cells and and uh, health challenges too. That it's just like we're just not getting into that. And I think too, when you talk about Einstein, the thing is, we just we don't uh, question things. You know, we're just like we we need to get cures. Or oh, isn't that interesting? As and and look at things from a broader perspective rather than you know the the stereotypical analytical way we do things. And that also goes back to what we were talking off record about it is easy to stay the same, right? Because changing requires a lot of work. Looking deeper, it requires a lot of work, especially changing structures, societal structures. We talked about a theme in your book that caught my attention about laziness. It really seems like laziness, but then it's really exhaustion, There's something, I think it was from the switch, How to Change Things When Change is Hard. That's a book by, I think it's Ship and Dan Heath, not sure how to pronounce that first name, where they say what looks like laziness is often exhaustion. So I'd love to hear from you again now being recorded about being too tired even to make change. Yes, I, I and I, again, I, it goes back to the the conditioning, the programming, we're just so, it's like we're, we're rewarded by being busy, by being, so I, I think it just, it's such a very big, down at the cellular level, 
challenge to, uh, you're right, the, the exhaustion is like, oh my gosh, you know, I just, I mean, that's what I, I, the people say to me with, you know, with journaling, oh, I just, you know, I, I can't even think of, you know, doing journaling or getting into a practice, uh, meditation practice, or I don't have time for self-care. So it's just, uh, it's really a, a, a true challenge. Change is really, uh, yeah, I think the the basis of, of looking at it from an exhaustion point of view is just really, that's a really a, a very kind, kinder, more compassionate way of looking at uh, things. <laughs> that's true, isn't it? <laughs> I agree. Like you said before, too, we are kind of focusing our energies and the conditionings and also toward the negativity that we have nothing left to do anything differently. So that makes so much sense to me. In the very beginning of your book, you write, during the next 24 days, all you need for this journaling challenge is a journal, a pen, and willingness to write from the heart. When you use that word, I love the word heart too. Are you referring to the same idea of the self, the true self, Mary? Oh, definitely. Absolutely, yeah. And again, you know, the heart is in our body because we've been so much in our minds for our our life. So, you know, when it's like writing with the heart, thinking with the heart, living from your heart, which is living from the inside out. So I love that. And what is really inspiring to me when I think about the heart or unconditional love or the true self coming from that spiritual knowledge, that's really what it is, it seems to me, in understanding. It's fear seems to disappear when we come from those places. Does it happen to you too, Mary? Does fear disappear where you feel empowered to do so many things? Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, uh, at, at this point, fear is not in my vocabulary. <laughs> Good. Worry, you know, worry is <laughs> not in my vocabulary. Stress is not in my vocabulary because I you know, dealt with the, with the help of German, gotten all those things, that, and, and finding out that so much of those things like fear and and worry and uh, stress, you know, so many things used to uh, overwhelm me. And it's just like, again, it goes back to conditioning because that's the way my parents lived or that's the way other people lived or that's the way you're supposed to be struggling and suffering and all that kind of stuff. And it's like all this stuff I I found found out through journaling it's like it's all bs it's you know it, uh, and it's like once i brought the process that and said wait a minute that doesn't make any sense and it's just like uh, I, uh, and the word that you'd brought up it's just like when you get deal with all those crazy head games and and fear and stress and all that, that type of stuff and you get back to your true self, you have freedom. And it's like, oh, you can breathe. I think it was, you know, last night I was talking to my husband about becoming fearless. Some people confuse not living, operating from fear to becoming fearless. 
meaning so many things. Do you also believe in the message of becoming fearless in the sense of doing everything that you want to do without even the consideration of others and just kind of going for it? What is your take in this idea of becoming fearless? Oh, yes, definitely. Fearless. I, I, I feel that with my true self, and it's, it's just like I'm very okay with, mm, this is what I want. These are my goals. These are you know, that, that type of thing. And it's just like, and that, and I think it gets back to an even more, uh, another word called choice. It is my choice to want this, to do this, to do, you know, wh whatever. And it's just uh, without going through all the, the mental machinations, shall we say, <laughs> about, you know, oh, what other people will think. Well, well they, you know, I, don't, I don't have any of that in my uh, toolbox, shall we say. It's like I'm not, I, I, don't go, I don't go there anymore. So it's, it's just, uh, you know, it's just really exciting mm -hmm. to just, Again, go back to the the freedom and it's just like my fa my favorite song is whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, whether I find a place in this world or never belong, I've got to be me. I've got to be me. What else can I be? Well, what I am. And I think the fact that when you connect with your your true being, heart, soul, and it's just like, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to live my life. And you you spread that energy, that health, that well-being, that your heart with the world. Then then you can really help others to heal. And you're also a singer, right, Mary? I know you sing. You're a musician. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's another expression of the heart, art in general. I noticed the connection between that. Most people that I am in contact with and that I know of when they're very much interested in spirituality or healing practices, they are also artists. They express themselves through art. So that makes sense too, because there's something about freedom and art that they go together, right? There's a connection. Absolutely. And I think too, it comes, because with, with art, you are not repressing, you're expressing and and getting the expression, you know, with the expression, you're getting your your talent, your creativity, your imagination. Every you're getting it, getting it out. Be it you know, be it photography, be it you know, art, art, painting, singing, writing. You know, it, uh, so you're absolutely right. There, uh, art is is definitely tied into uh, to those words. Do you do live events as a singer, as a musician, Mary, or do you record your music? I'm right right now, I'm, I'm basically focusing on a recording. In fact, what I'm doing now is I'm writing songs, which is uh, I'm combining my my passion for writing with my passion for music. So it's it's uh, very exciting. So that's the you know the the next venture that I'm, I'm into is is uh, combining. The writing with the the singing and, and uh, creating some songs. That sounds wonderful to me. And the song that you mentioned earlier, that's not of your composition, is that of somebody else? Again, that's from, from Broadway. It's it's uh, Sammy Davis Jr. did it, 
many, many years ago. It was from a Broadway play. Uh, it's called I've Gotta Be Me. Not to be confused with uh, egocentricity, right? It's right. very different. Your book has so many beautiful themes. Uh, let's see. I made comments about day four, Listen Up, where you say, when was the last time you and your body had a good heart-to-heart conversation chat? That caught my attention because we need more of that, the heart-to-heart chat uh, on a daily basis, right, Mary? Oh, absolutely. And we, again, we've just been so well conditioned or uh, adult supervised, I like, I like to call it. Uh, yeah. That, you know, this is why you do, oh, you got a, got a pain, you got to get a pill, you got to do that, all this type of thing. And, and it's like we're, we're, we're programmed to treat our body as, as our car, you know, oh, got to take it into the shop, got to take it to the, the doctor, got to take it to get tests, you got or whatever. It's just like, no, it's just like, and I think, again, going back to the, the journaling, that is what I have found with it. With the journaling, it gets you back into your body. And I have, and you, you can have very exciting conversations with your body, you know, what's, and then looking beyond just the, the, the pain and the, the, the left brain uh, solution, you just, you know, it's just like, hmm. What are you using my favorite four-letter F word? What are you feeling? What's going on? And oftentimes with the when you investigate and you just take time and you just have a like you say, a true heart-to-heart talk about how are you feeling? Where what's going on with you? All that kind of stuff. You get clues to, oh, that's what it is, or that's what the the pain is, or that's where this is coming from, and everything is not necessarily an organic. That your your the pain oftentimes is your body just saying, "Hey, I need some attention over here." So just like a little child, you know, that's what they you know, they, they they don't want you to uh, kids want you to they don't you don't have to give the give them stuff and and entertain them and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes. They just need someone to be there and to listen, and that's what your body needs. Just some, just you know, let me vent, let me get get it out. And this, yeah. So, oh and, my God, I and love I, that. Yeah, and, and I think that's what it is. It's all about being a uh, just just listening, and that's again something like we're just so busy doing, doing, doing. It's just like no, just sit down, and it's just like that's what's so beautiful about the opportunity of just being and just like listening and, 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 and like I said, and having a, a conversation and asking questions and, and being curious, well, what's going on there? Or what, you know, that's really a, a strange twitch. Where's, where's that coming from? And yeah. I love the way you talk about the body as if it was a child, right? Oh, it is. It, it definitely is. Because you know, when we're when we're children, we're definitely in our bodies. We're not in our, you know, our, our brains and 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 uh, dealing with all the, you know, memorization and passing the standardized tests and all that kind of stuff. We're doesn't have having fun, exploring, and and it's like, and as adults, excuse me, it's okay 
because we we haven't lost that child. It's not like so we physically have grown grown up, but emotionally, spiritually, and spiritually, our child is still with us. So in a way, Mary, it's not really doing things coming from the mind, coming from the I mean, from the conditionings and the intellect and worldly knowledge about what to eat, for example. I know you have, uh, I think, day six, mindful eating. So it's not really about what is healthy that I can eat, but kind of listening to the body and seeing and asking the questions and looking for the answer, what it wants to eat, right? Exactly. You know, and what do you feel like you need, you know, and or and it's like, you know, and, and just talking that, you know, I'm really not hungry. I really don't feel like having something or, or no, what I really feel like is, you know, is uh, just, just some more water. Or, I mean, you know, just, just, again, that whole thing about we've just been, been told that, oh, we should have this and we should have that. We should. And it's just like, but it's just like, you know, when, when you're in dialogue, when you're in communication with your your body when you're living in your 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 body and your dialogue is like yeah it's just like yeah it makes sense to me to eat when I'm hungry and not eat when I'm not hungry mm -hmm. you know <laughs> yeah or or say mm, I really feel like uh, uh, having a pizza or I really feel like I need some more vitamin C or, or whatever so I just like yeah because again. We have the answers. It's just that we just got to take some time and listen and do some digging. And, and again, we focusing on now we think we should have, you know, uh, it's 12 o'clock or we, we should have some lunch or whatever. Well, if we're not hungry, why should we eat? <laughs> so it's not about following rules, external rules or diets of having three meals a day or eating this because it's healthy. I remember doing that myself, just having everything that was healthy, you know, superfoods and all that, and then having one allergic reaction after another by eating those uh, so-called healthy foods. So that's how powerful it is to listen to your own body. I love that message, Mary. Thank you. Oh, it is. And, and, and I think that's another thing that we have to understand is that, you know, we're all human beings with the same basic biological structure and that, but there's so much going on below the scenes at the cellular level, at the autoimmune. And, and you're right. And it's like, so, and that I've gone through a whole series of things and, and what, my, what works for my body is paleo. Mm, yeah. but, but for someone else's body, keto might work. Or for someone else's body, I mean, who knows? But like I said, we did, but you have to do the work of doing, of listening to your body, investigating it, and just saying, you know, and just really accepting, oh my gosh, I've, I've been you know, craving such and such, but oh my gosh, it's, it's really disturbing my body. And it's really, you know, the, the, whatever. So I it just, uh, again, it's it just, uh, it's, it's like a, doing a, uh, a real investigation. It's like being on a, 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 a treasure hunt. You know, <laughs> I like be, that. It just, you know, it's <laughs> a mystery. We're all, we all have um, 
mysteries in, inside of us and, and different makeups and metabolism and all that kind of stuff. And we, can, we have to connect with who we are and just say, okay, this is what works for me. We're almost at the end. In your book has so many other beautiful themes that I have made notes here, but the conversation's so good and it's flowing <laughs> that I'm not even looking at my notes so much. But I love the uh, day seven that's about gratitude, which is um, it's a huge component too. That arises naturally, right, Mary, when we are in that state of listening to our own body, coming from that true self, then gratitude just appears out of nowhere <laughs> oh absolutely and, and it's and it's like we realize what we we've just been uh doing such a great job of self-sabotage when we, when we just really just be who we are and just listen and just mm, well, like i said it, it, fun and happiness and gratitude just really it's just like an, a natural natural thing it's just like you know I mean, I, I wake up in the morning and this is like, oh my gosh, what a gorgeous sunrise. Oh my, you know, the birds are singing, the, all this type of thing. So it's, it's like, you're right. And it's like, oh my goodness, how just the, we, they have told us our, our little things are just like, they're, they're, they're fantastic. You're, grat- you're grateful for, you know, oh, my plant has a new, new bud or you know, it's like, yeah. So it, So, and it begets more gratitude, more gratitude and more happiness and more fun. And it's just like, and then you're able to share that with the other people. And it really, really influences and affects other people. Another theme that I love in your book is day 11, play date. (laughs) That's all about the importance of play. I love that. And that's something that you do, Mary, really well, <laughs> from what I see. Oh, yeah, like, yeah I'm, I'm, like, as I said earlier, I'm, I'm at the fun part. It's just like, yeah, it's just like, yeah. And, and two, just the whole thing. And, and just, and just in enjoying the, my feeling of fun. I just, you know, for me, that's what, what for me, playing is just like, just, you know, just doing whatever. It's just like, and again, it's back to what you were saying earlier about thinking with your heart and feeling and being in your body. And it's just like, yeah, let's, let's do this or let's, let's try it or, oh, that sounds interesting. So, yeah, we tend to become very serious about too many things. And then we lose the sense of lightness, which is interesting how the word light has to do with playfulness. So that's an interesting also kind of observation, being light, which relates in spirituality to higher kind of elevated understandings in thinking, like you said, of the heart. So that's interesting. I love that. I, that caught my attention immediately in your book, <laughs> the <laughs> play date. I'm like, oh, my God, that's it. This is it. <laughs> and then um, you have so many other themes, beautiful ones, healing humor, Community connections, I love that one. Letting go, that's another powerful one. And then give back. Then you talk about optimistic outlook too, day 18. That caught my attention. You say, optimists believe defeat is not their fault. Circumstances, bad luck, or other people brought it about. 
confronted by a bad situation, they perceive it as a challenge and try harder. That's a beautiful message, too, about being optimistic, but coming from a place of truth, of inner truth. Right, Mary? Definitely. It's about being, uh, I, I call, I call um, being you know, practical, being grounded and all that. But it's just like by being practical, by being grounded in who you really are, then you're really op- open to, uh, to seeing things uh, in a whole, totally different way. I mean, and that's the way I, I've always looked at my, my whole life. It's like, if it ain't a challenge, I ain't interested. So, because I know, I know the, from, from the, the challenges that we, we have, or, you know, the, the situations that occur in our life. And if we take a moment, take a you know, step back and, and just breathe and do all the the things of oh, taking our time and just seeing, uh, seeing what's the learning or what's in this for me or whatever. Again, it's just the the changing of the the mindset and, and getting getting into and staying in your your trueness and your your body. It's just easy to be optimistic when we come from that place. That's how I feel. It's so much easier. So, right. so much easier. So there are 24 days, 23rd uh, spiritual growth, of course, that caught my attention immediately. And then the final day, the 24th, that's personal philosophy. What a beautiful conclusion there, because now you can create your own personal philosophy about life. I want to thank you again for what you do and for this beautiful, sincere desire to help others, the intention you have, but most of all, for being you for being the authentic person, human being that you are. That's like, to me, is the most important thing because now you're not just the messenger, but the message itself. That means a lot to me. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That's beautiful. I'm, ooh, you're the, I'm the message as well as the messenger. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, yes, yes. So I have a few more questions, the ending questions. Before that, would you like to add anything else or read a passage in your book? Uh, no, I think you, you, you've covered a whole lot of the, the things that I really wanted to get covered. So that was fantastic. I thank you for your questions. Thank you, Mary, for your presence. And the last question is one that I probably have asked you before. What three experiences you wish everyone to have before they lose the body, before they die? Experience. Uh, the ex- experience, I guess I, I only have one answer. The, ex- the experience of coming home to their true self and living their life from the inside out based on who mm. they are. It's so true. A lot of times I think about courage when the message comes to me about living from the heart and doing, you know, being true to yourself. But it takes trust too, right, Mary? It does oh, take trust. Trust and confidence, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's a, uh, but it's it's again a, re- a relearning of, of of who we are at the very beginning of our our lives, and it's just like we can we can do it, and it's just like. But the bottom line is just when finding returning to your your true self and staying with him or her. 
know, who the case may be. It's just like, and that's the whole challenge because there's you know, all the, uh, and this, we have a whole lot of history and society, all those things going against us, but it is, it's doable. We, we can, we can change, uh, and, and really live the life that we, we want to live. So before we say goodbye, what is the best way to find more information about you, your books, services, courses, and future projects? Uh, everything is at Create Right Now. That's W-R-I-T-E now.com. And you'll, you'll find everything that you need to know about journaling for the health of it. Wonderful. And I do have the link here and that will be on your podcast profile. Thank you so much again, Mary, for your presence and for being the message. Thank you. Well, thank you. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Mary L. McCarthy and her work, please visit createrightnow.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.